from the Houston area. You're listening to the Fifth Quarter Podcast. We've come home from the break, so we're both in our respected respective cities, both Houston. So uh, glad to have you with us. You're listening to the Fifth Quarter Podcast, a college sports bonanza. Uh, I'm George Koff again, and alongside me I have my good friend Desmond McLaughlin. Desmond, I would say good morning, but it's closer to the good afternoon. How are you doing? I'm doing good, George. How are you, man? I'm doing fantastic. It's, you know, Christmas season, done with finals. We can all relax (laughs) and just, you know, take a breather. But I think, you know, we did have a – we're coming back from a two-week hiatus that we left off of. But uh, I think it's it's good that we're back. We're going to break down the college football playoff. We're going to break down the rest of the – what happened last week, the Army-Navy game, look at some college basketball, take a look at our coaching statuses. And then, of course, because it happens, we're on the eve of bowl season. The uh, uh, bowl season starts tomorrow. We'll look at all the bowl games, and we'll have a special guest join us for those. So, Desmond, you ready to get into this? I'm ready, man. Let's, let's, just, let's just do it, then. I think that's the best way to start off with it. So, uh, for those of you that were unaware, unless you were sleeping, unless you were under a rock, uh, we had <laughs> the college football playoff selection show about two weeks ago in which they picked their top four seeds and the, you know, one versus four, two versus three. So we, and not surprisingly, Oklahoma sneaked in as the Big 12 one-loss champ. Um, but Georgia did sneak in at number five. They were the first one that left out and in Ohio State at number six, even though Ohio State was a one-loss Big Ten champion. Um, so you have Bama OU and the Orange Bowl in Miami. And Clemson Notre Dame in the Cotton Bowl in uh, in Dallas in Jerry's world. Uh, Desmond, what's your reaction? Did you think uh, obviously you were a kind of an Oklahoma homer here towards the end of the season? What did you What did you think when you were watching the selection show? Were you definitely surprised? Were you a bit confused about Oklahoma being, you know, put in? Oh no, George, I was not confused. I told you, um, like one of the weeks. I don't remember how weeks ago, but the last time we met, I told you that. If Georgia lost this game, then Oklahoma would be in the college football playoffs. That's what happened. Um, by the way, great game between Georgia and Alabama. Oh, yes, Jalen, for Jalen sure. Jalen Hurts coming back, yep. Um, but I'm not surprised. I'm not so not surprised by Georgia being ranked above Iowa State. I mean, I'm a little surprised due to the record, but Georgia's obviously a better team. Um, you know, if, if they would have been if they would have been number four and Oklahoma would have been number five, it wouldn't have been bad. I would have understood but I definitely felt like Oklahoma was going to be in top four, which I said week one of our podcast. Yeah. So I, I and I and also you said that Kyler Murray was going to win the Heisman. Who was going to win the Heisman? Yes, sir. He's a bad man. Well, you know what? I, I want to take a minute just before we get to the New Year's six here in the in from the rankings. Uh, I want to take a moment just to recognize the fact that all three of those young those men for the Heisman ceremony: Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State, Tua from. Bama and Kyler Murray from Oklahoma, and we can't um, can't leave out Will Greer too. I mean, okay, he was... no, Will Greer, and then also um, I forgot who came in fourth. If you look at the voting, I think it was Minshew from Washington State. Realistically, yeah. all five of those men could have any year would have won the Heisman. I mean, Tua would have won the Heisman last year, or you know, you what I'm saying is they could have won it by themselves any other year, but put them all together. I mean, that's just hard to decide a winner and just. Obviously, I think Kyler ha- was more deserving of it. I think he had um, – you could make a case that Bama is going to be – that Tua was because he he just – he's just so dominant. But if you look at who was more valuable or who was more um, important stress to their team, if Alabama loses that game to Georgia, then yes, I actually would have probably given it to Tua. I would have voted for Tua because then you would have said, well, Tua is gone, and so he was more valuable to his team because Jalen didn't come in and get the win. You know what I mean? Whereas with Kyler Murray, he practically ran that offense, and he was the reason why Oklahoma was scoring in the 40s and the 50s and why they almost came back on Texas the first time or why they beat West Virginia or, you know, they they just whooped up on TCU and Iowa State and all these teams that were turned out to be pretty good. So that's just I, I'm I'm agree with you. I didn't really think that Kyler Murray was gonna have a chance until the SEC championship game when we saw Tua go down. Uh-huh. But I think 
it will be a good, good, interesting to see the Heisman Trophy winner against the Heisman Trophy could have been winner. You know, yes. in the semifinal with Tua and Kyler taking on each other. But honestly, is it going to be about the quarterback play, or is it going to be about whether or not Bama can just stop Oklahoma twice? Because this Oklahoma defense, I could probably score a touchdown on this Oklahoma defense. That's how bad the defense is. <laughs> I mean, what, what, how many points have they allowed this season? Like a lot like i mean th- 30 points per game or something like that big 12 football we're talking about here it's George. just bad uh um and as much as i hate this i don't want to see it we'll get a bama clemson part five six however you want to call it you know it's gonna be the next the next uh game in the dabo sweeney nick saban rivalry that's gonna be what we see in the national championship game i don't think uh, maybe notre dame pl- pulls off an upset that's what i think is gonna happen i i don't know I think because they're playing in a truly neutral site, there's no way, you know, like Clemson-Notre Dame, the distance between them to Dallas is not even, you know, it's not close. It's not like Oklahoma being close to Dallas. So it makes it truly neutral. And with Bama-Oklahoma, you have more fan Alabama fans closer to the Orange Bowl. So it's going to be somewhat pro-Bama. So it'll be interesting to see what that Clemson-Notre Dame, what happens there. Uh, let's get ahead into the New Year's Six. I think there's really only one decent matchup, Texas-Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, the, those are two, you know, they both lost their conference championships, so they're wanting some momentum. I just don't know how much momentum Georgia's going to be playing with. How much How much determ- determination do they want? What's the determination that they want to win? And is it more than Texas wanting to win? Because if Georgia just goes out there and – just, yeah, whatever. We lost the SEC championship, so we're just not really playing for much. Then Texas is going to whoop up on them. But if they both are truly determined and truly want to win, we can get a really good matchup. What's your take on that? Well, as you said, they're both coming off losses. And, um, but as I said, Georgia gave Alabama a run for their money. They they had the lead. That's a good point. They, and if you, I think that if you can get Alabama scared, which I'm pretty sure they were scared. Um, they, they shut down Tua until he got on a hot streak because it went down, but they had shut him down. And I think if you can do that against the best team in college football, and you, you definitely can beat a team like Texas. Not saying Texas isn't good, but they're definitely not Alabama good. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, it'll be interesting. I just We'll leave it at that. I think it'll be a good matchup. I'm glad it's a good bowl, like a Sugar Bowl, or not just some of these – you know, you know, whatever, dot-com bowl. It's a good sugar bowl in new, in the Superdome. Right. I mean, I really don't – the only other thing I want to say about the New Year's Six is we could have had an in-state showdown. Ohio State-Washington is just going to be a one-sided game by Ohio State. Washington is coming from a weak Pac-12. You know, it's – I'm just – you, you know me. I've never been up on the Pac-12, maybe with Washington State, but even then it was – rare and then um you're saying um ucf and lsu i wish that was at the peach bowl um mm-hmm. it's not fair for those southern teams to have to go and uh travel halfway across the country to arizona to play a stupid uh playoff or not playoff game a stupid big bowl game put them in the peach bowl i don't care if you say that ucf played in the peach bowl last year you know just put them in the peach bowl make it more exciting and put the other game florida michigan in the uh arizona in the fiesta bowl but no more ranting. Let's go on to Army-Navy. That was a great game. I don't know if you watched part of that. You know, it was during finals, but still. Uh, Army beat Navy third year in a row. Uh, and the Black Knights Army is at 10 wins. Desmond, can you believe that? They're at 10 wins. <laughs> Second time in three years that they're at 10 wins, which is pretty – I mean, that's a – for Army? I mean, hold up a minute. They play a better schedule? We're putting them in the playoff conversation, no? Yeah, I think so. I mean – their schedule is yeah, it's decent. You know, yeah. But but if you get a better schedule, and they're sitting at you know nine and three or ten and two again, there's no reason for the playoff committee to say hey, let's throw them in the bu- let's throw them in the bunch, rank them higher than UCF. You know you know me UCF. I don't like UCF. Sorry UCF fans. I mean I just I just don't I don't see why they should be ranked higher than any of these other teams. But uh. Desmond, let's let's turn it over to you. You you uh you've been watching the college basketball scene 
pretty lately. I mean, we've kind of transitioned, besides the bowl games, we've almost transitioned into college basketball. So what's going on? I know you, Houston is undefeated still. And yes, to me, they, they have the best resume. Congratulations to them, by the way. Yeah, and I know Texas Tech is undefeated, um, right? Aren't they undefeated? Yes, they are. They are, yeah, I know. And then uh, Kansas. Kansas, though, is still one of the better teams. And, of course, you have to look at Zion Williamson and Duke because they're going to be pretty good this year. Don't forget about Gonzaga. That's a good team. But uh, anything you want to anything you want to go with? I'll let you. I'll let you take this part because you know you're you're a basketball fan, right. and unfortunately, I'm not that big of one. But well, George, um, I'm gonna ride the train here, George. I'm gonna go with everybody else. Duke just looks strong this year, George. Do you think I they mean, can win the whole thing? You see, I feel like teams that are really like destined to win in a losing. You saw that back in the. Uh, Oh, back every year was, but back when Kentucky had the the Harrison Twins. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about that yeah. season where they're undefeated. You know, everyone was like, then, they end up losing to Wisconsin. You know, I yeah, feel like in the in the Final Four, right? Then they lose. Yeah, in the yeah, Final Four. The Final yeah. Four. I feel like teams that just like very young. Who Duke is very young, mostly composed by freshmen, um, who just have a lot of expectation on them. When when it when it gets tough, I feel like they always fall down. You know. Yeah. But then again, Duke does have the benefit of having Coach K, who has been in this game for a long time. You know, he's seen many Hall of Famers come through him, many great NBA players. But um, they're definitely one of the stronger teams right now. And I'm, I'm going to ride that. I, I definitely think that they'll go really far. Um, another team I want to talk about was my Texas Tech Raiders. As I said, undefeated, uh, ranked number 11. By the way, at the beginning of the season, we were unranked, which I'm unsure why, because they made it to Sweet 16. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't y'all y'all what lost to Villanova, right? Yeah. In the Elite Eight. I mean, that's not bad. That's not bad. I mean, no, what, we did good season. What? How? How are you not? Again, I don't know. Say, I don't know. Desiree, what did we say about the preseason top I did, five? Don't even, don't even pay attention to them. Exactly. So so it's only important when you get towards the middle of the season. And uh, don't worry, I I feel your pain about get it not getting looked at, but. But I can't say anything about good about A and M. Good, good, ay ay ay. Can I can I just I'm going to take a moment here and say to all you Boston College fans that are listening, um, can, can you really not you know find a way to get to College Station? Are you really that like a, a bunch of bums? Because I don't know if you heard about that, Desmond. The game got canceled between Boston College and A and M because Boston College couldn't find a way to get to College Station. And flying into any other airport, they could like. Uh, they said they couldn't find a college station, and so Aiden's like, "We'll find a Austin or Houston. We'll come and get get a bus to bring you to College Station." And they're like, "No, we can't do that." I'm like, "What? What? What?" So, <laughs> I mean, it's just a little frustrating when you want to go and enjoy a game, and instead the game gets canceled because nobody can get their their uh, stuff together. So, either way, um, we've said we're going to pick a small school this year. So for college basketball, Desmond, I'll let you go first, and I'll take mine. Who you got? Well, before this podcast, you make fun of me because I said this, but I'm going with the Mr. Splash brother himself, Steph Curry's alma mater, Davidson. They're eight one right now, first at Atlantic. Um, they have Kelly Grady, who was the Atlantic Ten Rookie of the Year last year. Okay. And you know, I'm just I always see their name in the. Uh, NCAA tournament, I consistently see them. They might not go far, but I, I consistently see their name, and I, I just have a good gut feeling, you know. Okay, okay. Um, I, I'm I'm like you. I I think um you kind of have to go find a school that's probably not going to make it far in the tournament, but they'll exactly. still make it to the tournament. Yeah. Um, I've got Furman, the uh, the Tigers, the Furman Tigers. They're a small school, a uh, pretty small school actually. Uh, they're ranked in the top 25, by the way. They're 23rd in the top 25. They've beaten Villanova and Loyola Chicago, which if y'all really don't know basketball like me, you'll know those are the f- uh, two of the final four teams in college bas- uh, from last year. Um, they are still – I don't know if they're undefeated. Maybe they have one they're, loss. They're still undefeated. They're still undefeated. And yeah. uh, they're, they're first in, their, in the Southern Conference. 
they're just cruising. They're just having a good time. You know, they won their first game as a, <laughs> a ranked as a top 25 team uh, a few days ago. So they just, they're just out here playing basketball. Well, what can I say? That's my type of people. It's like the uh, Remember the Titans crew. You just got to pick somebody who's, who's uh, the underdog. So, uh, uh, well, don't forget, we'll check in college basketball and start changing once we get into 2019. We'll start changing our, our podcast to be more college basketball because that will be what's in season. But before we get out of season to college football, let's talk about the, college, the coaching carousel. We checked on it last time we uh, came on the air, but we're going to check it again because a lot of stuff has happened. Urban Meyer, the he- Ohio State head coach, retired. Desmond, what did you take on that? Well, I mean, I know that he's definitely been in the game for a while. What he had like a eighty-two to nine record for Ohio State. Something that was, crazy. That, that was after he been coaching for a while. Um, you know, sad to see him go. He was always one of the best. Oh, he'll be know? back. He'll be back. Trust me. You, you think he'll, so? Oh, he'll be back. This is a, this is just a a sabbatical. He's gonna take a breather, and then he'll be back. Trust me. I, I just have a feeling it's gonna be what <laughs> it's gonna be just like Bill Snyder. He retired once. Kansas State fell into a drought again. He came back, and then now he just retired. And he'll be done. He'll be done. But yeah, well, um, you seem really confident in that, George. I, I trust me. Trust me. Urban Meyer is gonna come back. Okay, he's old enough to where or young enough to where he'll come back like Les Miles or something. He'll go off the face of the planet for two years, take a breather, and then come on back, coach some small team, maybe like Ohio or something small. And even actually, he might go back to Ohio State, depending on how Ryan Day does. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, in other news, he'll, Hugh Freeze, the o- Ole Miss coach, is back. Um, he's coaching Liberty now. Uh, so that'll be an interesting. Uh, I did. I did. I did read about that. Yeah. It'll be an interesting experiment. Uh, Texas Tech with their new head coach Matt Wells, which I'd like to mention uh, right after I upload the podcast episode, episode thirteen. Uh, uh, Matt Wells got hired, so we could have if we just waited a little bit. We no, we could have about the hire, but um, I think they're going to need some help next year. They're going to need some. They're going to need some serious coaching help. They have this guy who looks like a shaggy dog, has like a mop on his head. <laughs> but and uh, and speaking of Texas Tech, Cliff Kingsbury, who was fired, now rehired. Yeah. Now the USC offensive coordinator, um, Desmond. You heard it here first. USC. Gonna go to the. It's gonna win the Pac-12. I don't know if they get. Wow. In the I don't give. I don't know if they get in the playoff next year. I can tell you they win the Pac-12. All they need is, is a little bit of offensive help. And boy. Yes. This, this team. This team is gonna go. They're at least gonna get nine wins. You have to at least agree with me on that one. Yes. Yes. They'll get nine wins. And then uh, we mentioned it last time, but I have to mention it again. Jake Spavadol, the West Virginia offensive coordinator, he's going to Texas State, and I just think that was one of the. I think. Looking back now, that's one of the best hires this year. I, I mean, Texas State is trying to revamp their program yet again. And who else to go to than a offensive coordinator who had one of the best offenses with Will Greer in the nation? I mean, why not? Um, and there are still 11 coaching jobs open, but it looks like and after this early signing day on the December the 19th, uh, is when they'll get filled, so nothing really is going to happen between now and the 19th. There's one uh, head coaching job, that's Akron up in Ohio, where LeBron James said he would have gone to play basketball. Um, so, uh, you know, that, that there's that, uh, and we'll see. Uh, anything you want to add on that, Desmond? I think, uh, I think it's kind of just a waiting period here. Just wait and see what happens. No, I definitely think it's a waiting period. I just want to say, uh, do we have any status on Art Briles? Um, Art Briles? Any, any news? Any... Um, I, I heard that his son, Kendall Briles, is still in the mix, but I don't think – I think Art Briles is not going to get a, jo- a job this year. Maybe next you year. You don't think so? I don't All think right. so. I, I think what we mentioned – I think it was – the Texas Tech was really the only likely head coaching job, and once that got filled, it was kind of just like, okay, well, let's just move on then. Let him go stay in uh, – Stay in Italy, coaching his American football team in Florence. <laughs> but uh, I think it's what we've all been waiting for here. The uh, bowl season is upon us, so let's break it down. Um, Desmond, as quick, we'll just kind of go back and forth here with some questions, and then uh, we'll get into our our picks. So, uh, 
Uh, what uh, there's? I have a few questions. The first one is a favor, the be favorable bowl matchup, the game you'll definitely be watching besides the semifinals, the biggest storyline, and the most exciting bowl bowl name. Uh, I'll start first. The favorable bowl matchup I see. I really like this Texas Bowl here in NRG in Houston. The Baylor Vanderbilt, the game that we thought that was going to include Texas Tech and A and M, but you know it didn't. Um, <laughs> unfortunately. But um, I think one of these teams, whoever wins, is going to have some, some like huge momentum going into 2019. I think this is just a, you know, it's a game between six and six teams: Vanderbilt, Baylor. They both had the clinch. They both had the win that last week of the season to get to bowl eligibility. I take Baylor, but watch out because the Commodores could make it interesting. I think it would go back and forth, and we'll get to my scores and our score predictions later. But I think that will be a. a Really good one, just because it's Texas, it's football. What can you not like about Baylor and Vanderbilt? I mean, they're both very evenly matched. What do you have as your favorable matchup? Well, George, my favorable matchup would have to be the Florida-Michigan game. Okay, the Peach Bowl. Yes, Peach Bowl. I just think this will be a close game. It will validate whether or not Florida is as good as they seem this season because let me tell you, that they came out of nowhere this season. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And, except um, for that, except for that blowout loss to Missouri, I mean, just well, saying, just <laughs> saying, just saying, and that yeah, really bad loss to like, Georgia. I feel like in the, I feel like in the SEC, there's always like that one game that teams lose that they should not have lost. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking to you, A and M, about Auburn. <laughs> exactly, I was, I was referring to that too. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I see your point. But I think you're right. Florida kind of just came out of nowhere. Dan Mullen's gotten this team to nine and three. They're ranked top ten. What what's not to say that they're gonna beat Michigan and Jim Harbaugh? I mean, I think at least Jim Harbaugh all of a sudden um, once Urban once he heard the Urban Meyer hiring or, or retirement, I think he's the only person <laughs> on that Michigan staff that's jumping up and down because he now knows he has a chance to beat Ohio State next year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, but yeah, I think I think that Florida Michigan game will be interesting. Anything like? Do you think? Is there a specific matchup, like maybe Shea Patterson against uh, Florida's defense or something that may uh, be interesting or something to watch for in this game? No, I just, I'm just really want to watch this game. I, I don't know. I, I know we're not talking about it, but I really can't wait for the Alabama Oklahoma game. Man, I'm oh, so excited. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, know, <laughs> I know. I know, Desmond. Okay. I know you want to um, see OU real badly, but you know, you just gotta wait. You gotta. Well, wait. it's not. It's not even that. It's just that, like as you said before, Lee. It's the matchup between the Heisman winner and the Heisman second, second run up. You know, both both players who can run and pass. You know, obviously Alabama has a better defense, but you know, I'm I'm interested to see which offense does it a little better. Yeah. Um, okay. Next get next one. Uh, what's the game you'll definitely be watching besides the semifinals? Besides well, George, that, I gotta stick with my small school here. Okay. So Here's, so like what, game State. number four of the of the bowl season. You know, happens tomorrow. Yeah. Arizona State, Fresno State, Las Vegas Bowl, George. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to be watching the Camping World Bowl. That's Syracuse, West Virginia. I don't care if Will Greer not, is not playing. You know what? I feel like I need to start jumping on the Syracuse bandwagon. I considered going there, and you know what? Like, I thought about it. Not too much, but I think they could get this bowl get win, go and compete in the ACC next year. So you heard it here first. Syracuse might make a run for the ACC championship game. Mark it down for 2019, Desmond. Mark it down. <laughs> um, and then a big storyline for me has got to be Oklahoma State's pass defense against Drew Locke, the Missouri quarterback. That game is going to be a high-scoring showdown on New Year's Eve, Liberty Bowl. If Locke plays, it'll be great. Uh, we'll get to score predictions for that one in a second, but I just think that's going to be a good one. Desmond, what do you think? What's your biggest storyline? Well, I said my big storyline, just to brag to you, was oh Colin Murray Desmond. winning the Heisman. Desmond, <laughs> Desmond, how many times have you said it in the last, like, 30 minutes? Good until you. until you realize, George, I've been saying this all season long. Let me brag. Let me brag. Let me let me, let me me dwindle in the slight, George, okay? I I haven't got all my upset picks right. You know, I have a terrible record. Yes. My, my, my small school is okay at best. All right, so this is all I have. George, okay, Desmond, let me okay, have Desmond. it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And finally, the most exciting bowl game. There's got to be one that has like a cool sponsor or something that's just 
that hits you right hits you right in the head go oh my gosh that's gonna be an interesting bowl name i've got the red box bowl that's between oregon and michigan state i hope these people at red box are giving them free red box i just like like you can't not go to a red box bowl game and just come out i know somebody was saying they were getting giving rokus away in that to the players in that game they always give like a gift bag or something and supposedly they're giving rokus which is pretty cool but Anything you have? You have one? If you don't, that's okay. Well, I think there's a bowl called the Cure Bowl. I yes, think, the, and Auto give, Nation, like, the Auto Nation Cure Bowl. Yeah, yeah and they don't they give like toiletries as gifts, man? They give what? Toiletries as gifts to play. Oh gosh! Oh gosh! And I I find that pretty funny. Yeah, the, the I find the, that pretty funny. The Auto Nation Cure Bowl. That's between uh, <laughs> uh, Louisiana Lafayette UL and like Tulane. Yeah. yeah, we're not picking funny. that game. We're not picking that one strictly because, just because. So, um, I'm going to attempt here to add our good friend, who are who is our guest today. He is a good friend of mine. You'll recognize him here after if we can get him on the call here. Uh, well, uh, I'll introduce him as we wait. <laughs> Uh, Hunter Prabhu, he was the one, he joined us a few episodes ago. And Hunter, are you with us? George, I'm here. You can you hear me? I can there hear you. you. Uh, glad to. Oh, there's uh, Desmond too. There, there we go. go. Glad to have How's you. How's it going, with man? Us. All right. Uh, I see you rock, rocking the Lakers jersey. Oh, I got to. I got to rock Lon. I got to rock Lonzo real quick. Hey, hey, Desmond, can we can we gloat in his face about last night? All right, all right. We gotta we gotta talk about the Harden SmackDown. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> no, all right, no, no, no. George, just, this is all yours, man. No, not just Harden. It's all about uh, Daniel House, the former Texas A&M legend. Okay? That's true. Okay. Daniel's been pretty good. This boy can dunk on uh, on uh, what was it? He dunked on on Javel. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that was that was James. That was James. That was Harden. Yeah, that was Harden. It doesn't matter. You know what? I'm glad the Rockets are finally getting back on track. But uh, speaking of getting back on track, we got to start picking some of these bowl games. We've got a lot to go through. Um, so, uh, as, as you guys know, if you're viewers and watch, or not viewers, if you're watchers, listeners of the show, you know that Desmond and I, our upset watches have not been too great. Desmond's 2 and 11. I'm oh. 4 and 9. It's just ugly. Desmond. You you agree with me? It's ugly that we can't it pick up. Let's let's not talk about it, George. Yeah, let's just let's just move on. I mean, Desmond got a got the LSU A and M run right, and he got Texas Tech Oklahoma State, which looking back really wasn't that big of an upset. Um, I've gotten the I got the Kentucky Mississippi State game when Kentucky was still um, a dark horse. The BYU Washington game, or B, yeah, no BYU Wisconsin when Wisconsin was still a top twenty five team. The Florida. Uh, LSU game when LSU went in there and lost to Florida in the swamp, and then the UH uh, South Florida game when Ed Oliver just was a beast. So there is some some bragging rights there. Desmond was bragging all over me about Kyler Murray <laughs> winning the Heisman, but you know what? It's all good. Uh, so we'll start. We got five of the thirty-eight bowl games that are going to be occurring minus the national championship game that we've i've decided to pick and then we'll pick some of the other bowl games so we'll start first with the alamo bowl uh playing in the alamo dome in san antonio uh that's between washington state and the cougars and what iowa state and the cyclones uh desmond we'll start with you what do you have in that game <clears throat> well george i just think I t- we've said this many times before iowa state's just one of those teams you really can't sleep on Oh, yeah. And I definitely think that they've improved throughout the season. Um, and I think they're going to beat Washington State 42-35. Okay, okay. Yes, yes, George. So so would that – and Desmond, just keep in mind, you have to choose one of these bowl games as your upset. So just – Okay, okay. okay. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. I'll keep that in mind. Okay. And if you want to choose that one, come back to it. You can. Uh, Hunter, I know you were – Four and three last time you picked with us. Uh, I think that included a UCLA loss to USC. Yeah. Desmond how did, only got how did Desmond get us on that one? That's just amazing. I mean, <laughs> I mean, but you have you're at a clean slate. You're O and O. So yes, let's I am. start. So let's start fresh. What do you have? Who do you have in the Alamo Bowl? I'm gonna agree with Desmond on this one. I really like Iowa State on this one. I like their competition that they've played, and 
you know what, Washington State kind of disappointed me in last time, so that's why that's a little reason why I'm not picking them. Okay. But I think Iowa State's just that really nitty gritty dark horse team that you got to watch out for, and I think that's why they're going to win. I got them winning thirty four to thirty one. So close. Yes, very. We all, we all have it close. I have. Uh, I'm going to take Washington State. Unfortunately, I think um, Iowa State is good, but that mustache, Garden Minshew, the guy that was actually in the running for the Heisman at one point, he's just too good. Mike Leach is a great coach. He's gonna. These guys are going to be ready to play. I've got Washington State forty to thirty-three. So I think high scoring, but I think it'll be at least a touchdown. Uh, the next game we have is the San Diego. Uh, credit federal uh, county credit union holiday bowl. I have to get that sponsorship in, you know, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> because because it just that's the name of the bowl. It's being played at the old Chargers Stadium before they moved to LA between the Utah Utes and the Northwestern Wildcats. This is a ranked top twenty-five ranked matchup being played on New Year's Eve. Uh, Desmond, let's go with you again. Who do you have in this one? Well, George, I definitely think this will be a close game. I actually have Utah winning this game 24-17 over Northwestern. Okay. Uh, any any big reason why? Just because. Just because. Okay. Uh, Hunter, uh, this one's almost in your uh, – it's in your state, in just <laughs> the south of L.A. What do you have? It's true. Um, I'm actually going to disagree on this one with Desmond. I'm going to go Northwestern. Okay. I think um, – I think that's another team where you got to keep your eye on. They they manhandled Michigan for a good for a good while um, during or when they played them. And I would really, I mean, keep your eye on Clayton Thorson too. He's not he's he's a little inconsistent, but he'll have his he'll have his really good moments. I believe. I mean, look at the Big Ten championship game. Exactly, they were in, they were in that game realistically for most of the the game until it got halfway through the fourth when. Dwayne Haskins decided it was time to just to ball out. Exactly. So do you have a score right. prediction there? Um, I got it. Um, I got it. Uh, twenty-four twenty on this one. Okay. Um, I'm going with the Northwestern Wildcats, and just because they're ranked twenty-second and Utah's ranked seventeenth, this is my upset. Um, I just uh, uh, Utah is too banged up. They they limped into the end of the season. And they shouldn't have won. Uh, they almost won that uh, big Pac-12 championship game. And they really, neither team in that game, Utah-Washington should have won. Should have really just been Washington State, let's be honest. Um, but unfortunately, this is probably the only big blowout I have of bowl season. I have Northwestern winning 38-17. So I have it Ooh. big. All right. Three touchdowns. Um, our third game, our third game is a... Uh, this one just has a cool name to it, the Cheez-It Bowl. I mean, who doesn't want to go to that bowl game? What, did they give out free Cheez-Its or something, George? I mean, I don't know. I hope so. It used to be the Cactus Bowl, uh, but it says the Cheez-It Bowl between TCU and Cal being played in Chase uh, Chase Field where the, uh, where the uh, Diamondbacks play in Phoenix, Arizona. So mm-hmm. let's, go, let's go to Hunter this time. I'm curious what his – take is first hunter what do you have tcu or cal you know what i i'm having a lot of close games here i think i think tcu has had a pretty um like majority like pretty disappointing season in my opinion they haven't had the season they they really wanted i think it's a very evenly matched game um cal's had some tough opponents in that pac-12 um including like washington state and all them uh, I think it's going to be a very defensive game, but I think Cal pulls it off 21-17. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is, according to ESPN's FPI, this is the closest bowl matchup. I think it's like 50, 50.8 to uh, 49.2 or whatever it is, something like that, yeah. where it's very, very close. Uh, Desmond, what do you have? <sighs> well, George, I'm going to stick with the Big 12 here. It's home. It's close to my heart. I think their offense will just, you know, Big 12 offense. <laughs> um, I have them winning this game 38-17, TCU. Okay, so you have the same score I had for Northwestern, but for TCU, so big. That's, that was just a coincidence, all right? <laughs> uh, TCU was really resilient. Uh, Coach Patterson got his players ready for that one. Uh, for the whole last three games of the season, they were able to battle back and get the bowl eligibility. 
and I just think this game is is too good for it'll be too good for Cal to not uh, to not or for sorry for TCU to not lose. So I've got TCU thirty seven thirty three. Um, in the fourth game on our five here five for five. Um, Oklahoma State and Missouri. This is a good old rematch of Big 12 foes in the Liberty Bowl. Um, Memphis, Tennessee on New Year's Eve in the morning. I just think, like I mentioned earlier, I think it'll be, I'm curious to see what Oklahoma State's going to do to stop Drew Locke. But I'm ex- I'm saying, take. I'm going to expect a high-scoring showdown. Drew Locke will play. And Missouri... Holds off Oklahoma State in overtime, forty-five Ooh. to forty-four. Ooh, Hunter, Ooh. Hunter, what do you have? Um, I think Drew Locke's gonna have a, a pretty decent game. He's been very, very good all season. Um, Oklahoma State also been impressive. They had that win over Texas, um, but I'm gonna. Um, I think they're very inconsistent. Um, they they are um, a five hundred team, so I'm gonna have Mizzou win it, thirty-eight twenty-eight. Okay, so. That's that's respectable, Desmond. I, I'm assuming you're gonna take Big Twelve, Big Twelve on this one. <laughs> you already do, George. You already do. <laughs> but why why are we, why are y'all not choosing? Please tell me why you're not choosing Oklahoma State. Because two words, Drew Lock. <laughs> I'm just saying it like that, Desmond. What is your score prediction? One word, one word, offense. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I have Oklahoma State winning this game, forty-two to twenty-eight. George. Wow. Okay. Didn't expect that coming. From and you. and when Oklahoma State wins, I will I will mark this down and I I will text you. Okay. 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 Um, Desmond, <laughs> just I'm like this, just, just like a taxi when Calamari won the ice. <laughs> okay. Well, Desmond, I'm assuming you're gonna take the Big Twelve and say that the Big Twelve is undefeated in bowl season. Is that what you're saying? You're gonna stand up for your fellow No, Big actually because we all know Georgia's gonna beat Texas. Come on. Okay, good. I hope you were gonna say that. <laughs> Speaking of uh, SEC team, uh, the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, and yes, they give out PlayStation fours to all the players. Who I wish I was in that gift. game. As <laughs> part of the, what? <laughs> as part as as part of the gift suite or whatever it is, they give out a PS4, a watch, a watch. Like, that's, come on, that's head, just overkill. <laughs> headphones and like um, and like um, some sort of uh, nice slides or something like shoes. So, and so UCF and the Knights are getting that as long as well as the LSU Tigers. But the consequence of getting a PS4 is you have to play away from home and play in uh, Glendale, Arizona, where the Cardinals play. Uh, you're on the West Coast, Hunter. I know it's gonna be a nice, warm environment. Oh yeah. Who are you, who are you taking in this one? I hope you're gonna say LSU because I can't stand I can't stand UCF saying that they're gonna just win and become national champions again. Well, gentlemen. Oh God. <laughs> Darn right. This is the you know why I'm you know, you guys know why I'm really gonna watch this game. I'm gonna enjoy this game out of every other game. <laughs> Because LSU is putting a royal smackdown on UCF. You're going to laugh at this Mm. score, but this is how I see it. LSU, 50 to 14. It's not going to be close. Wow. It is not going to be close. I got Burrow and Broset going to rush rush them pass them do whatever they want to them it's not it's going to be ugly that's all i'm going to say as george as george likes to say it'll be over by half Well, are you saying like it's gonna be thirty to seven at halftime, Hunter? Looks like it. <laughs> you know what? That's how I see it. I, I agree with you, but I'll get to. I'll, I'll say this: I was considering a really, really big, like huge score, but because Greedy Williams isn't playing, and there's another DB for LSU that's not playing, they're playing with a lot of guys that are just gonna be sitting out and aren't gonna want to do anything. And yes, you have Burrow and Brosette who basically ran all over us, even though we're one of the best rushing defenses in the country, us meaning A&M. I just, I think it'll be closer than, than it'll be close, but UCF is not going to win. It's going to be 45, it's going to be 45 to 42. And, um, wow. yeah, yeah I, I, I'm not as huge as, as, uh, as Hunter said, but yeah, just. I think 45-42, LSU will win, and it'll be the only time I've actually rooted for LSU to get a win because I need these UCF fans to just shut their mouth. Shut your I mouth. don't know about you guys, but I don't really like – this is just me. I don't really agree with all these um, 
like top prospects um, ditching like the bowl games oh, to I go. I don't like that. I just don't like it. I, I think it's um, I think when your de- your team depends on you, especially if you're a top prospect, you need them at the game. It's petty. And if you're just like ditching a player, I understand they do it for injury reasons, but it's petty. Still, I it's just, petty. It's petty. It is. It's really petty. Yeah, Desmond, what do you have in this game? LSU, UCF. LSU twenty-seven to ten. I'm just. Whew. <laughs> that is a huge deficit, man. <laughs> I mean, and, and we'll know who to call when uh, when it's exactly when it's forty-five to ten. We'll Look, say that. Just call me right away. <laughs> but okay, so that's all the the top five. Uh, the five of the biggest games that I feel like are going to be somewhat close, except for that last one, according to Hunter. So <laughs> we're just going to go down the line, and we're just going to pick these games. I'm going to start with. Some of the lesser-known ones because, I mean, we'll end with the college football playoff because because we all know we want to hear what Desmond has to say about Oklahoma. Um, mm. But we'll start first. New Orleans uh, Bowl in the Superdome. That's tomorrow uh, at night. Appalachian State and Middle Tennessee, these two teams, uh, Appalachian State won the Sun Belt. Middle Tennessee lost to UAB in the Conference USA. Uh, Appalachian State's playing with a new head coach. Or interim head coach, actually. Middle Tennessee's got Stockstills. The Stockstills, who's the son. His, the, the, husband, or the dad is the head coach, and the son is the co- quarterback. Desmond, who do you have in this one? I guess Appalachian State, George. <laughs> score? <laughs> I'll oh, score uh, 21-14. Okay. Uh, Hunter, uh, App, App State or Middle Tennessee? Uh, I got. I'm. I'm agreeing with Desmond on this one. I have App State 28-14. I see um, their um, App State's running back Darrington Evans, uh, fairly decent running back, and I think he's going to carry the team to a win. Man, you've done your research, Hunter. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I came prepared. I, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I came more prepared than uh, than I did last time. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got App State as well. So that's App State across the board. I've got them 38-23. So you know what that means. Using the college game day logic, you've got it halfway across the board. It means the other team's going to win. So, uh, <laughs> uh, moving ahead to also actually the two other games that are uh, tomorrow that are involve actually Desmond and I small school. We'll go with the New Mexico Bowl. North Texas takes on Utah State. Be a good one off from the campus of New, of the University of New Mexico in Albuquerque. I've got North Texas just because it was my small school, but I really think they've got the win. This will be high scoring. North Texas, 44. Utah State Aggies, 41. Hunter, let's go to you. George, you're not going to like my prediction. I'm actually going to go with the Utah State Aggies on this one. I know how, how much you care about your North Texas. Mean Green. Um, I, I do love the QBs in both Jordan Love and Mason Fine. I feel like they've had exceptional uh, seasons, not throwing a lot of interceptions. Um, but what I've seen, I see Utah State stomping their opponents. Um, but uh, I don't think they're going to they're going to have a tougher competition with North Texas, I believe. Um, but in order for them to win, they need to stop uh, Rico Busey Jr. I think he's just been too well for North Texas, and that's how they need to win this game. So, so what, like 30-24. 30, 30, so what was that? Thirty twenty four. Yes. Okay. So so yeah, I think I think it will be close. I think it will be an exciting um, uh, matchup here as as we wait for Desmond to make his prediction here. Desmond, uh, UNT or Utah State? Well, George, I <laughs> you know what? No, UNT is going to win this game. Okay, they, didn't uh, Utah State? They just lost their coach, right? We took their coach. I mean, we didn't take them, but. <laughs> I play. You didn't. You didn't. Desmond. You didn't. You didn't take him. You. Uh, you hired, hired him. Exactly. You borrowed. No, uh, <laughs> no, but um, I think that you know it's always difficult when you lose a coach. I think the chemistry might be a little weird. You know, it'll be the first game with the um, but um, I, I, I agree with you, George. North Texas winning this game, thirty-five twenty-one. Okay. Uh, we'll we'll get. We'll get through this next one because it's Desmond Small School, and then we're going to have to re- go a little bit more rapid fire here just to make it a little bit ease of, of listening. Uh, we got the Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl. This is either the last or the second to last game at Sam Boyd Stadium where UNLV plays before they move this Las Vegas Bowl to the new L, uh, Las Vegas Raiders Stadium uh, on the Strip, so that will be exciting. But 
Uh, for now, it's Fresno State, the Mountain West Conference champions, taking on Desmond Small School, the Arizona State Sun Devils. Uh, this one is in the morning. I think it's like at 2 p.m. or something like that. Uh, I've got Arizona State winning. Desmond, you'll like that. 33-28. Yes, I, I think Fresno State is good, but Arizona State has played better opponents and has played better in the uh, in their Pac-12 that's weak. Uh, but Hunter, what do you have? Um, I agree with you, George. I got Arizona State uh, 21-20. and I believe ASU needs um, – I'm just going to say watch out for Eno Benjamin. I think he's going to have a big game. Um, I think I'm predicting he's going to score two touchdowns for ASU. Wow. And so I'm going to have it 21-20 on this one. Okay. Desmond, obviously I think you're going to take your small school. Yeah, George. obviously I'm choosing my small school, George, you know. <laughs> they do eight, but they do lose. They're going to lose by seven points. Just, just know that, okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was that? Like four, four of their five losses has been by seven points? Or all yeah, their exactly. losses? Yeah, right. Like four of their five. Other ones are like by four. But um, I definitely have him win this game, uh, 35-28. Okay. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Either they're going to win by that much or they're going to lose by seven. Lose by seven, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're going to just keep going here pretty quickly. Just give me a, a re- maybe a 10-second short reason. But uh, we we moved to the Florida Bowl or to a Florida Bowl game, the Cherubundi Cherry Tart Boca Raton Bowl game. UAB takes on Northern Illinois. This is MAC champion versus the Conference USA champion. I've got UAB 34-27. Hunter, who you got? Um, I'm going to agree with you again. I got UAB. I have it a little low, um, lower scoring game. I, I believe it's going to be uh, 21-17. Um, okay. NIU, NIU doesn't win in big margins. That's why I have this um, closer than usual. Um, or they, they keep their games uh, closer than usual. Um, their UB, UAB, the it's UAB just, QB. It's just a, UAB is just a good Cinderella story. I feel yeah. Good story. Um, their QB is, is okay. He's a, he's a little inaccurate, but I thought from watching that A&M UAB game, they had a very exceptional, um, wide oh, receiver. Yeah. Oh, for sure. They had, they had weapons. They just can't compete with those big, big, big schools. Exactly. And so that's why I have UAB winning this one. Desmond, who you got? I'm sorry, but. I have UAB winning, which means that they're going to lose. <laughs> what's, your, what's your final score? I think it would be close, 17-14. Okay. Wow, very low scoring. Yes, very low scoring. Okay. Um, next, we've got the Bahamas Bowl. Everyone wants to go to the Bahamas for – unfortunately, this is before Christmas, so you necessarily won't stay there in Christmas. It's Florida International, or FIU, against Toledo. I've got FIU 46-40 to in overtime. Hunter, Ooh. who you got and a score quickly. Um, I agree with you. You said FIU. Correct. Um, I have FIU forty-two thirty-eight. Um, not really great defenses from both games. It's going to be a heavily offensive game. Um, I feel like I feel like Toledo has had um, better competition, but I think FIU will pull it off. Desmond, what do you have? FIU FIU twenty-eight seventeen. Okay. I like that. I I like that. If I am confident of writing that, I can like that. Okay. Next, we've got uh, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl on the blue turf in Boise. BYU takes on Western Michigan. Um, Hunter, let's go to you first. Who you have? I got um, BYU in this one. Like I said, or like I always say, um, BYU just has better competition than um, schools like Western Michigan. Nice. Um, they've had to rely on um, their younger guys, their freshman QB. Um, but I feel like they still get the win in this one. Score? Uh, 35-20. Desmond, who do you have? BYU or Western Michigan? <clears throat> BYU, man. I don't think it'll be that close. I think it'll be like 35-10. Ooh. Yeah, I've got BYU. Um, and unfortunately, Desmond, on the other uh, – verse, uh, I actually have BYU 41-35, to winning on a, on a game-winning touchdown in overtime. Oh. Wow. Okay. I think. Uh, yes, you say a good thing, Hunter. I'll, I'll make a quick excep- exception here to break down something. Hunter, you make a good point saying BYU doesn't have that big of opponents, but uh, Western Michigan did give Syracuse a run for their money in Week One. That is true. And they have had some decent opponents where they've given. They have put some effort in there, so I think that will be closer than the experts think. I think right now the spread is five or six. So actually, that would be right on the spread. Um, let's go to 
Let's go to Birmingham, the Jared Birmingham Bowl. I don't know why you'd ever have a jeweler sponsor a bowl game, but the Memphis Tigers and Wake Forest are going to be looking for a ring. Who has it, Memphis or Wake Forest? Let's go to Hunter. Um, I got Memphis in this one. Um, I the QB, um, I believe it's uh, Brady White. I think um, he used to – he grew up in my town. Nice. Uh, that's one reason. That's one reason I have this game, um, and he's he's doing all right. And Daryl Henderson uh, is good too. Yeah, uh, Wake Forest has had um, the tougher opponents, but I think Memphis is the better overall team, and they've they've competed with UCF in that first game pretty well. Not so much the second game. Score? And I think their their running back um, Daryl Henderson is the difference maker. He's had three two hundred plus yard games. I think he's going to have a big day. So forty five thirty one Memphis on this one. Wow. Okay, uh, Desmond. Who do you have, Wake Forest or Memphis? As you mentioned, Derek Henderson, who actually just um, claimed that he's leaving early for the NFL draft this year. Oh, um, dang so it. Look, yeah. <laughs> you kidding me right now? Gosh. <laughs> but, um, you want to change your pick, Hunter? No, no, no. Not like not like he's like Nick, he's leaving after the season for oh, the NFL draft. So he will play. Yeah. yeah, he's going to play for the okay, NFL. Okay, he's going to play. You're fine, um, Hunter. Oh, all right, I'm good. Um. I have them winning twenty-eight to seven, Memphis. Wow. Um, I have. Um, I'm actually not going with y'all. I'm going with Wake Forest. I think they're a good Ooh. team. Uh, Memphis is good, but eh, I can't trust them after seeing what UCF. Actually, here's the logic. Every time I picked Memphis to beat UCF, they lost. So <laughs> I'm picking Wake Forest, assuming that Memphis will win. So. Maybe that would be the logic there. Uh, I got Wake Forest 38-34, but we'll see. Um, so these next few ones, we'll just go quickly. Uh, the Surf Pro first responder bowl game in the Cotton Bowl. Uh, Boise State, Boston College. Hunter, who you got and a score? Let's go quickly here. Um, I believe I have Boise State if I could find where what score I have for them. Oh, 30-20 uh, Boise State. Um, I think they have a better offense and uh, defense than Boston College. Uh, in the passing that's, game, that's it. what you need to win a football game. So yes, it is. <laughs> Desmond, who you have? Uh, thirty-eight twenty-one Boise State. I've got Boise State as I got Boise State as well. Thirty-one twenty. Thirty-one to ten. I don't think it'll be close. Um, the Armed Forces Bowl in uh, if we're in the TCU's home stadium in the Carter. Uh, Houston takes on Army. Army's coming off that big win against Navy. They're at ten wins. Houston's at eight. I think eight and four. I've got Army winning 30-23. I would feel like that would be an upset or somewhat of an upset. Yeah. Hunter, who do you have? I got Houston on this one, 34-20. I didn't really like Army's performance against um, Navy team, the Navy, which is not really a great team. That's fair. I think their um, their QB, D.R. King, uh, will will get it done. He's hurt, by the way. He's out for is, the year. What is – oh, my gosh. The Eric King <laughs> injured his knee in two weeks ago. So they're running with their backup. What They're running with their backup, but – um, I, okay. think, I think I still think you could get 34 points out of them. Desmond, who do you have? Houston or Army? Houston, 42-10. I think it would be a blowout. Wow. Um, I think yes. the only reason why I'm taking Army, Army will literally chew the clock. They'll ha- they'll, And I think it's going to be meteor scoring because Houston will score very quickly, meaning Army's going to have to up-tempo. But look at what they, what Army did to Oklahoma. Just leave that leave that there. <laughs> All right. Just leave that Good there. Good point. Good point. Um, moving on. Hawaii Bowl, Louisiana Tech, Hawaii Rainbows, Warriors, the coolest mascot in the college football world. I've got Hawaii 42-38. They don't lose on their home turf. Um, Desmond, who do you have? I'm not going to disagree. I think Louisiana Tech wins this game. Close game, 17-14. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it could be close. Uh, Hunter, who do you have? Uh, I agree with you all that it's going to be a close game. Um, I have a 35-32 uh, Hawaii. Like you said, George, I don't think Hawaii's going to lose on their home turf. Yeah. And watch out for QB Cole McDonald. I wish this game was on Christmas Eve like it always is. It's always be- been on Christmas Eve, but not this year. Yeah. Because uh, there's a Monday night football game on the, on Christmas Eve. So, well. Moving to the inside confines of, the, of Ford Field in Detroit. The Minnesota Golden Gophers take on the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. This is the last game for Paul Johnson, the legendary Georgia Tech coach. He's retiring after this game. And I think uh, the old saying, win one for the Gippa, comes true for the Yellow Jackets. Georgia Tech carries 
Paul Johnson off, Coach Johnson off on their shoulders <laughs> and win 26-19. Uh, Hunter, who do you have? I'm going to say Georgia Tech as well, 28-24. I think their QB, Taquan Marshall, gets it done with that run game. Not a great passer, but he's had four games with 100-plus rushing yards, so I got Georgia Tech. It will be the last time we see the triple option with Georgia Tech. You heard it here first. Uh, Desmond, let's go to you. I'm definitely going to agree with this. <clears throat> Georgia Tech wins this game 24-10. Hey, um, triple option triple option can be really, really good if it's well used. Hey, look at look at our high – look at – my high school won the state championship. Let's go! For you St. John 23rd Lions fans listening, they won the state championship with a triple option offense. Thank you very much. So kudos to Coach Richardson and his coaching staff. Um, so let's m- keep moving on here. Walk-ons, Independence Bowl in Shreveport, Duke and Temple. And they have said that even though Temple just hired a new head coach, the intern will coach the Temple game. So... Um, the like the intern coach will play that one or coach that one. Duke and Temple. I've got Duke twenty to thirteen. This is going to be a low scoring game if there ever is one. Hunter, let's go to you. Um, I got Duke as well. I got Duke twenty seven twenty four. Um, uh, I think Temple needs to depend on um, uh, their running back Reichwell um, Armstead to have a big game, but I think he's too inconsistent. Yep. But it's going to be back and forth game in my opinion. I think I, I just think it will be low scoring. Either it'll be lots of punts or it'll be scoring. So either way. Uh Desmond, let's go to you. How about Duke or Temple? You know, I'm just gonna go with Duke on this one, George. I'm gonna go really low. I say ten zero. Wow. Okay. Yes. Okay. I don't think well, I just, I just don't think these these the offenses are good enough to like score a lot of points that we've seen from other teams. Again, this is a game on December the twenty seventh. That's like at noon or something. It's a game that no, you know, of course, no one's gonna watch. You're gonna watch if you're like a huge yeah. fan, but not a <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, so we go to the only, actually, the only bowl game left in a uh, football or ba- baseball stadium, the New Era Pinstripe Bowl. Uh, between Miami and Wisconsin, we saw this matchup last year in the Orange Bowl, and look where they've just digressed into. They went from the Orange Bowl, which was a great New Year's Six, to the Pinstripe Bowl. <laughs> That's just sad. Somebody's got to win. I'll take Wisconsin. I j- I just I'll take Wisconsin because why not? Thirty-one yeah. twenty-one. Hunter, who wins this measly boring matchup? I agree with you that it's going to be measly boring. Um, I'm going to disagree with you on the prediction. I got Miami 17-10. Um, Nikozi Perry um, stepped in for uh, what is who was it? Malik Rozier, That's whatever it. his name was, um, and he's done fairly decent. And I I got the U pulling it out. Nice. Go you. Go you. Yeah, Desmond, who do you have? Miami or Wisconsin? I, have West, I, have, I agree with you, George. I have Wisconsin win this game 38-34. I think I just, I just, I, if there's a game I'm not going to watch between two power five opponents, it's that one. I, <laughs> I have better things to do on December the 27th. Seriously. <laughs> um, that later that the next day, 28th, the Camping World Bowl between Syracuse and West Virginia, West Virginia is not going to be playing Will Greer. He said he's going to sit out this one in hopes of preparing for the NFL draft. Uh, I had West Virginia. I changed that very quickly. Syracuse wins 44-42 to on a last-minute two-point conversion. Uh, Hunter, let's go to you again. Who do you have? I'm going to say West Virginia on this one, although I really like your pick. I chose Syracuse at first, but then I changed it. And there's one reason and one reason only. Will Greer, one of the top QB draft picks, had a, has a very impressive season. Love to see him go to my Denver Broncos. I just um, told you he's not playing in this game. Are you serious? I told hey, you. I just he's said not playing. I I think that's really? the reason why I chose Syracuse. I had West Virginia, and then Will Greer is not choosing not to play. So, I hate players. You know what? I really don't like players. So you still <laughs> you still sticking with your gut with West Virginia? Think they can pull it out? No, Syracuse. Okay, okay. So oh Syracuse. no, faith, no faith. So no Syracuse faith. wins by how much? What's the score? You know, it's going to be a blowout. That's all I can see. No Will Greer, no good. So, they're twenty-eight ten. You know what? Why not? Yes. Okay, there you go. Um, uh, let's go to you, Desmond. You gonna you gonna back your Big Twelve, or are you just gonna go I'm with gonna the back ACC? Big Twelve, George. Oh but my gosh, Desmond. <laughs> Twenty-four, thirteen, West Virginia, George. <laughs> All I'm saying is y'all are doubting Syracuse. 
This team, this team. No, no, y'all are down in the back team. of the West. No, 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 no. This team, this Syracuse team, is going to be competing in the ACC next year. And mark my words, when they play Clemson in the Carrier Dome next year, that game will decide who goes to the ACC championship in the Atlantic Division. That I seriously, that is going to be. That's how good Syracuse is getting. Dino Babers is doing something fantastic with the program. They're going to lose Eric Dungy, their quarterback. But if they can develop, uh, what's his name? I can't remember. The guy had stuff in Notre Dame. They can develop him. They're fine. Uh, let's move ahead. Not enough time to bicker and argue, so let's just move ahead. Uh, Baylor Bears and Vanderbilt Commodores in the Texas Bowl. Um, Academy sponsors that one, so you're going to see lots of low prices every day because it's Academy. That's their slogan. <laughs> Get it? Low prices every day. Academy. Okay. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, Hunter, you didn't hear this, but as I mentioned earlier, this could literally be anybody's game. Whoever wins this will have huge momentum going into the 2019 season. I've got Baylor 37-34, to but I wouldn't be surprised if Vanderbilt wins. Uh, let's go to you, Hunter. Um, I believe I have Baylor winning this game. If I could find where what score, what score I had. Oh, yeah, uh, close game. I agree. Uh, 31-30. Um, both have had rough schedules, um, but still ended up with 500, which is not terrible. I think Vandy's better rounded, but I like Baylor as the Cinderella. Desmond, you taking the 12, the Big 12 like we are? Of course, George. Baylor's going to win this game. The score will be 42-35. Like a shootout. Like a shootout. Like Always shootout. in the Texas Bowl. Um, <laughs> let's go to the Music City Bowl. Purdue and Auburn. Purdue has been one of those teams that you can either get the Purdue that beat Ohio State or the Purdue that just loses horrible games like to Central Michigan. Um, I think they get the Auburn gets the Purdue that loses to Central Michigan. Auburn wins twenty three to twenty, maybe on the last second field goal. Uh, Desmond, who are you taking? Um, I will be taking mm. Auburn. Auburn. Or Purdue? Auburn. Auburn. Okay. Yeah. Now I was just thinking, but. Because Auburn's been very inconsistent this season, but I still I still think they're a better team than Purdue. Um, I'll have them winning twenty one seven. Okay, um, Hunter, Purdue or Auburn? I got Auburn on this one. Um, you know they've had a disappointing season, but I don't think Purdue's that team that's going to come off and uh, upset Auburn. So I got Auburn twenty eight twenty four. Okay, um, we're going to uh, wrap this up very quickly. Uh, so, unfortunately, uh, Hunter, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up as quickly as we can. No worries. We're gonna get the A and M game in, and then we'll do the semifinal games as soon as we can. As soon as we get that, so A and M Gator Bowl, uh, they play North Carolina State. North Carolina State sitting a bunch of people out. Uh, let's do this real quick. I've got A and M forty one twenty seven. Hunter, let's go to you quickly. A uh, and M twenty four twenty. Desmond. A and M thirty five twenty one. Okay. Um, I would love to pick all the other ones, but we don't have time for that. Um, quick, if we can do this quickly, we can do this quickly. Um, Alabama. Uh, we'll do the semifinals and then do as many as we can. Alabama, Oklahoma. I've got Bama. I almost had Oklahoma in an upset. Instead, I have Bama, 48-35. Desmond, let's go to you. Big game. Bama, uh, 56-35. Wow. Okay. Uh, Hunter, go for it. Uh, Bama, 45-42. It's going to be an offensive game. Okay, and then uh, the other semifinal, Cotton Bowl, Clemson, Notre Dame. Who you got? I got Clemson, 34-17. Hunter, let's go to you. Uh, Notre Dame, 28-27. Wow, close. Desmond, who you have? Notre Dame, 21-0. Whoa, 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 yes. whoa, 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 whoa. Wow, okay. Okay, so you <laughs> see Bama. You got Bama. Desmond, you got Bama, Notre Dame. I've got Bama, Clemson. You got Bama, Notre Dame as well, yep. Hunter. Uh, okay, and then the rest of the New Year's Six will go very quickly. Michigan, Florida. I've got Florida 24-17. Desmond, who do you have? I have Michigan 35-21. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, Hunter, who do you have? Michigan 34-17. Uh, Rose Bowl. Uh, Ohio State, Washington. I've got Ohio State. Uh, last second field goal, 38-35. Hunter, who do you have? Ohio State 35-17. Uh, Desmond? Oh, excuse me, repeat that. Ohio State, Washington, Rose Bowl. Uh, Ohio State, uh, they're going to win 28-14. to 14. And then Sugar, 
which is, of course, the one that we all are going to hopefully pick the right team. Uh, Georgia, <laughs> Texas. I've got Georgia by, uh, by a touchdown. 49-42. Hunter, let's go to you. Ooh. Georgia, 42-35. And Desmond? I think it will be a low, low score in that. Georgia, 21-7. No, 21-10. 21-10. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, so we'll pick the Citrus here, which is also the last one, and then I think we'll we'll wrap it up there. Citrus, Penn State, and Kentucky, number 12 and 14. I got Kentucky, I guess, somewhat in an upset, but not Ooh. my upset. Kentucky, 35-17. Ooh. What about you, Hunter? I'm going to say Penn State, 34-20. Okay, and Desmond? I'm going to say Penn State, 14-10. Okay, um... And I think that's as much as we can get to. Uh, we'll we'll post these picks if you really want them. But uh, the bowl mania that we have set up for the fifth quarter, you could join that. Just look up the fifth quarter or go to our social media. We have those links for you. Uh, again, we'll be we'll be back a lot, or we'll be back on the air. This is our final uh, of 2018. We'll be back on the air uh, for Championship Monday against uh, to break down the national championship game, which hopefully will be Bama Notre Dame or Bama Clemson. Or Oklahoma, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma Clemson. We'll see. So, uh, so uh, you know, signing off in 2018. We'll see you on. We'll catch you on the flip side of 2018. New year. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Hunter, thank you for joining us. Glad you could join us. And uh, signing off for having me on. No problem. Ha- signing off for the final time in 2018. I'm George Coff, and my counterpart just in the other side of Houston, Desmond McLaughlin, wishing you happy holidays. A very a prosperous new year. We'll catch you in 2019. Adios, everybody. Adios.